0: In a world with too much pop culture to consume,
1: one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine, well, very little actually. Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek versus Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with
2: and the others have never even seen.
1: I'm Eric Johnson.
2: And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com.
1: And you can also find all of our past episodes on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music.
2: All this season, we've been bringing in guest geeks to help fill in some holes in our pop culture knowledge.
1: So, today we're watching another movie that neither of us has seen, and I hadn't even heard of it until I actually had mentioned it to me. (laughs) Uh, It's called The Court Jester. It's a 1955 musical starring Danny Kaye, Angela Lansbury, and Basil Rathbone. It follows a carnival performer who poses as, wait for it, a court jester, as part of a plot to overthrow an evil ruler. But since we've never seen it, we will need a guide, and that guide is my friend Yuichi. Hey, Yuichi. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for coming back on the show. We've uh, You've been a part officially of two episodes now, including this one, because uh, you were on our Harry Potter episode yes, were, as one of the noobs. you were one of our That's Harry true. Potter noobs. But you were also an unofficial presence on the Tour de France episode That's because uh, <laughs> you came over and watched the Tour de France with me while I was uh, watching that when I was Emily's noob for that. And yeah, I think the, tour, the tour required yeah, was, some
2: some extra geeking. Was, yeah,
1: support <laughs> support geek exactly. So I mean, I was I was messaging with Emily, she was explaining stuff, and then you were like live commentating all of the like <laughs> very important stuff that I wound up talking about in that episode. So go listen to that if you haven't. <laughs> you it was Im- incredibly important to that. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i forgot
2: about i forgot about basic details like you can't tell what's happening on the screen if you don't speak french
1: <laughs> yeah just little things like that <laughs> je anyway. francois no i don't no, know No, <laughs> none of that um so you about court jester before we kind of get into we're gonna take a break and get into like plot details and all that sort of stuff but before we kind of talk about this movie um just tell us in a general way, like, why did you pick this? Like, what, what was your, your uh, when I said, you know, come on the podcast again, why did you, your mind go to the court jester? So
3: the court jester, I think there's a weird, I have like a, a almost too strong of a tie to it a little bit as a geek, because <laughs> for some odd reason, this like VHS was part of my like childhood growing up cycle of movies. It was like Lion King, you know, like Aladdin, and for some reason this like nineteen fifties like court, like musical uh, comedy. Do you remember how it came into your house's possession? I have like no why? idea. The odd thing is I can still remember it was like a recorded VHS off of the TV, oh, wow. and so like oh my god, I,
2: that's how I got into the Maltese Falcon. Oh my god, yeah, recorded so off it, PBS
3: yeah so i think it uh and and i and i also remember that it started like halfway through the beginning <laughs> intro song so re-watching it as an adult is the first time i actually watched it from the, the, the better be like yeah, the beginning. Song, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so for some reason this just brought joy to my childhood and it also set up a very odd baseline of comedy for the rest of my life going forward <laughs> so that's kind of why it's like oh and no one's ever heard of it pretty much but i think it's hilarious and
2: those yeah. are some of my favorite, like, re- being into some random movie origin stories. It's like, for some reason, we owned it, so I watched it all the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I love that.
3: <laughs> yeah, so it's like part of our family lore, oddly. Yeah. Well, uh, we're glad to have you here as the guest geek for that. Yes, welcome uh, so- back.
1: Um, I guess we—I've uh, already given away by alluding to the opening song that I've already watched this, we've already watched this. We, we're not going to even <laughs> pretend. Um, but we are—if—if if, if you want to watch this, which you should before you listen gonna to because we're going to spoil podcast, all the
2: things that happen. All mm-hmm. the
1: spoilers. Uh, you can rent it from all the usual places: iTunes, Voodoo, Google Play, Amazon. I watched it on Amazon. Uchi was saying he watched it on Google Play. We're—we're we're, we're an equal opportunity podcast here. <laughs> um, I also watched it on Amazon, so. There we go. So not quite equal then. Um, some streaming services are more equal than others. So my TV
2: has Amazon. What can I say?
1: I think I think uh, because we were just talking about something Amazon related, my Alexa just made a noise. So <laughs> I'm kind of a little bit afraid now that it, that it's uh, listening in on our. Your our Alexa is too.
2: definitely gonna kill you at some point. Like I'm absolutely.
1: I just assume. Open the pod bay doors, Alexa. Anyway, it's <laughs> a different movie. Let's talk about the court jester. <laughs> so uh, spoilers from here on out. Go watch the movie and then come back to this podcast and listen to the rest.
0: The sharpest eye, the keenest nose, the quickest deer and fleetest toes Can ever outfox the fox? They'll never outfox the fox Only the stoutest arm, the bravest heart With a magic charm and a good head start Will ever outfox the fox? They'll never outfox the fox Those who try to tangle with my daring do Wind up at the angle that herring do they hold their head like very dead Herring do No near sprightly sprite The nimblest elf The wickedest witch Or the devil himself Can't ever outfox the fox They'll never outfox the fox
1: So, uh, Yuichi, just kind of to start us off What's one thing that you really
3: love about The Court Jester? Okay, because I watched it as a kid, mostly I think my, my like, childhood thing that I loved about it Was, like, just the comedy Like, pure joy Like, I would just be cracking up And I, I realize now it's kind of... A live action, sort of like a Disney movie. It has all those elements in. so I feel like it's perfect for a, a child rewatching it as an adult. I think it's just Danny Kay. He's like an amazing performer person, you know, singer actor, dancer uh, action. so so yeah, he's just kind of in awe of him, I think as an adult he he carries his movie for sure yeah exactly. very, much. very much his
1: movie.
2: and this is a very silly movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you were talking about how it influenced you, your sense of humor as a kid, and kind of, kind of was was a foundational part of your your <laughs> comedic sensibility. Because uh, I felt very much like stuff that I would say was important to me. I'm realizing was influenced by either this movie or movie or this style of movie. So I'm thinking specifically of Robin Hood, Men in Tights, one of my favorite movies when I was oh, yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animaniacs. There's a lot of overlap I can see. I've never really watched a ton of Danny Kay. Like I've seen him maybe in one movie. I'm not even sure if I've seen him in anything. Um, the, the, there's a huge amount of Yakko Warner in his yeah. performance <laughs> here with all of, all of the wordplay. The get it, got it, get it, get good. It, got you it. know. Good.
0: What is the first step? Get me to the king's chambers. The king's chamber. Is. Yes. What if you say so? It may be the key to the whole plan, you get it? Got it. Good.
1: Yes. Uh, or or the, uh, the the vessel with the pestle and not the <laughs> oh chalice of the palace. You know, <laughs> the all of that, all that the is dragon. very <laughs> animaniacs. The vessel with the pestle. Yes.
0: But you don't want the vessel with the pestle. You want the chalice from the palace. I don't want the vessel with the pestle. I want the chalice from the what? The chalice from the palace. It's a little crystal chalice with the figure of a palace. Does the chalice from the palace have the pellet with the poison? No, the pellet with the poison's in the vessel with the pestle. Oh, the pestle with the vessel. The vessel with the pestle. What about the palace from the chalice? Not the palace from the chalice. The chalice from the palace. Where's the pellet with the poison? In the vessel with the pestle. Don't you see the pellet with the poison's in the vessel with the pestle? The chalice from the palace has the brew. It is true. So easy, I can say
1: Well, then you find it, Emily. What did you think? Was that kind of your experience as well um
2: I mean I think I might be a little more familiar or have watched more of this kind of uh movie and more Danny Kaye maybe than you have because like this was very much like oh yeah all right like as soon as it started out I was like okay I know what kind of movie this is we're we're doing like (laughs) silly 1950s uh Hollywood musical on board cool fun (laughs) um I mean my yeah the uh like I said it's it was very silly but like in a super fun way like it was it was just like very fun and entertaining and like enjoyable um yeah and also like very much like a robin hood knockoff i mean obviously men in tights is is sort of mocking this and the you know very serious errol flynn robin hood and like all such things but uh but i mean like this is definitely like the robin hood story except it's not
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean they even have jean is, is the name of the yes. like made jean yeah,
2: that actually annoyed me that her... When you look her up on IMDb, uh, she's listed as Maid Jean. Because, like, they spend half the movie calling her Captain. Cap- she's yeah, like a yeah. captain in their resistance. And I'm like, yeah. come on, guys. You wouldn't call her, like, Maid Leia. I guess you call her Princess <laughs> Leia. But, like, come on.
1: Yeah. Use the appropriate yeah.
2: honorific IMDb.
1: Well, yeah. The uh, the whole uh, the whole relationship, I thought, between Danny Kaye and the actress playing Jean, whose name I did not... Oh, Glennis Johns. Yeah. Um, I, I was at times, like, okay, the, this, they're setting up something interesting, but then I think in the second half of the movie, I, I, they, they kind of went off on their own a little bit. Yeah. It, was, it was not quite yeah. as uh, much about them as I was thinking it was going to be from, from the initial going of the of the movie. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: although, um, I don't know, I did appreciate that conversation, but, like, I appreciated very much that she was a captain, and, like, he was, he was like, the sideline one. And, yeah. yeah, and, like, that conversation they had where they, like, basically get engaged all of a sudden, um where like you know uh she like he's like talking about admiring her like fighting and like being a captain and he's like and she's like sometimes tenderness and kindness can also
0: make a man a very rare man
1: could the captain ever Did the captain ever entertain thoughts of
0: marriage with such a man. Yes, Hawkins. I think she could and would. If things were different.
2: And I was mm. like, Oh, this is nice. Like, good job, Hollywood. Like, way to not yeah. be a stereotype of yourself. And then it just went kind of haywire, but <laughs>
1: yeah. it was like well, that, was see, kind of thing that was that that was very impressive, I thought, about Danny Kaye's performance here. Is he was able to do all of the, the wordplay and the singing and all of that stuff that his character demanded for, but then when he's hip- hypnotized by by uh, by Griselda and has to fence <laughs> like he's the best fencer in the world, that was actually some pretty good fencing when he when was... He, he was in the Mode where he
3: was fencing well, you know that was impressive. Yeah, and I think there's like so. I also know like too much about this movie, but I think in one of I, and I believe I watched this also on like television, like one of the Turner Classic Movie, definitely the at only the end. channel that would play this. Yeah, yeah, like I think there's like some history that Basil Rathbone or whatever that whoever the the actual Basil bad Rathbone
2: guy. who played Sherlock Holmes like a million oh, times. Okay,
3: okay, <laughs> um, but he's like an actually good fencer, and they said that like in the you know, making of the movie that Danny K learned it in like two weeks. And he was like actually exceptional and wow. was like, you know, cause he has to play like a bumbling fool and then also an amazing sort of swordsman.
2: Yeah. And he has to like telegraph in the fight choreography, which he's being, which I was very impressed by that. Like he, cause he could, the, the sword fight continues as he switches back and forth. <laughs> and like, he was very like you even, cause it was very easy to lose track of like, which exactly. one he was, but, yeah. but like, by the snapping but like he did a very good job of like differentiating those two kind of styles of fighting
1: did did i have you read uh carrie elwes's book about the princess bride the making of the princess bride no. it was mm-hmm. called as you wish you, you've seen the princess bride, seen mean, it, you, yeah. yeah um it was a really good we would really have to launch
2: into another episode immediately <laughs> if you'd never seen the princess bride yeah
1: <laughs> another movie which yeah, was partially like well. i think inspired by this by this tone, oh, yeah. or the style yeah. of this send-up of, of the Robin Hood and the, the medieval. Anyway, um, in that book, he's talking about how hard it was for him to learn his big fencing scene with uh, Mandy Patinkin. Like, how, like you know, because neither of them knew how to fence, and they brought in, like, the best fencer in, in Hollywood, like, the guy who you're, you wow. need to teach you. Um, so that's really, the fact that he was able to learn in two weeks, I mean, at least based on what I remember from that book, it took them, like, months just to do that one scene together.
3: But I think know? that's what I also appreciate more as an adult watching this it's that the stars back then or at least danny kate was like an incredible human being like he was an actor he could be you know like the amount of control of his facial expressions as a comedian was amazing mm. and he could also sing you know and dance like i, I don't know i think there's hollywood was another a really demanding place <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. there's like a whole another level like i don't know it, it reminds me when you guys were talking a little bit about the um, Ryan Gosling. he oh, snapped. I'm now back in a Oh, yeah. Note, so. <laughs> you know, just like kind of like more modern day where they tried to like, you know, have these more musical movies where you're like, okay, well, they're actors, but they can't really sing or dance, you know? <laughs> or La 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 oh, gee, I wonder maybe. what
2: movie you're talking about. <laughs> you mentioned Ryan Gosling and not really dancing well. Yeah, or like they talk about like Debbie Reynolds, you know, didn't know oh, how to yeah. tap dance before uh, oh, singing God. in the rain, which is like Jesus Christ. But, well, and I do wonder though with the fencing how much. Um, I feel like obviously it's a really different skill, but I also wonder how much like his dancing ability helped with that. I feel like I yeah. feel like no, like being able to get choreography really well probably, you know, assisted in his in his learning of fencing for sure. Yeah. I will
1: say, as much as I was impressed by the physicality of Danny Kaye, I'm going to be the musical Grinch and say that I was, as with a lot of musicals from this <laughs> era. Not totally enamored with with the songs. I was like, <laughs> get back to the wordplay, get back to the physical comedy. I was I was very much like the you know oh, this <laughs> you know whenever they broke out into song. <laughs>
2: as soon as there was a like little silly dance song and dance number over the opening credits, I knew you were going to say that about this movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm very predictable like that. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm predictable too. Like you you knew you knew I was going to say something about the gender dynamics of their relationship, right? Like. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yamichi yeah, listens to a lot of a lot of the episodes of the show, so I'm sure he's like thinking,
3: oh, God, these two. <laughs> well, no, that, I was trying to say, like even uh, I think if you start without the first opening mm-hmm. uh, song, I think it may actually make someone a little bit more amenable to the first song, because the Outfox Outf- yeah. the Fox song That's is a, a great good, that song. Was, that was, that was really fun. The, yeah, yeah. And yeah like- it's such a cool song. And, and, and a probably. cool just, like, intro to the movie. I remember just loving it as a kid, because yeah. he looks like... He looks kind of like a superhero, you know. And well, also, the yeah.
1: was the, 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 that was the physicality, like where he's like multiplying, when he's turning to three yeah. and then four, and then the dwarves are coming out. <laughs> like that was like I, I was just purely in that, you know, in, in that way, for the 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 craft of the the choreography, yeah. I guess of of all of that. Uh, but then, yeah, the actual music for 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 the rest of the the thing, I was just like. Okay, this is a musical. <laughs> yeah, <I'm here. laughs> I mean you you can
2: definitely tell like there's there's a reason that some musical's music is like super classic and and everyone knows, you know, like there's there's probably musicals that you've never seen Eric that you that you know the songs from without even yeah. necessarily knowing they're from that musical. But um and then there's some that the songs don't catch on. And this is definitely one where the songs do not catch yeah, on. Although I know. will say, yeah, that, that Outfox, the Fox number was really fun. And, like, mm-hmm. for a lot of it, I was like, this is weird. Why is he just dancing by himself? Like, there's all these people <laughs> around. I feel like this should turn into some kind of choreography group dance number. And then it did. And it got In kind of crazy. Way. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay.
1: They, they were they were saving their their big, you know, reveal for, for the end. They, they were <laughs> building up to it. Um... But uh, the other thing that that this kind of reminded me of that was uh, that jumped out at me. I mean, I guess I already mentioned Robin Hood Men in Tights, but. Uh, sort of the Mel Brooksiness of this, oh, yeah. of the combining mm-hmm. the comedic, you know, farcical elements with sort of everyone's in very elaborate costumes and like <laughs> the, there's a lot, clearly a lot of
3: attention put into and
2: so many costume changes. By the way, yeah,
3: exactly. Like Danny so... Kaye
2: changed his little tunic outfit like seven hundred times. <laughs> so
3: another little tidbit. I think this was from the Wikipedia, but I, I, I guess this movie when it came out was the most expensive muse or comedy really? ever made, and huh. I can't remember what the price was, but or what the the amount was, was somewhere around like in the millions of dollars and it totally bombed. The time, yeah, yeah yeah i think it was like five million dollars but it totally bombed in the box office Aww. and like didn't even make like half of it back That's so so it, yeah so it definitely is super elaborate and watching it now i'm like oh my god like they have like the real like the knights like suits mm-hmm. it's just like it's magnetic absurd, but... armor yeah <laughs> <laughs> which
1: i i've heard I've I down at the time
3: <laughs> lightning strikes armor <laughs> yeah, well, that's I feel like it's it's kind of like a Disney movie you know yeah, like it has these it things that as a kid I remember thinking that like oh this is hilarious this is like great you know like what well, a I'm cool... six years
1: old and that's how magnets work <laughs> sure exactly.
3: like this is like what a great trick you know it kind of reminds me of like an Aladdin type of thing yeah. but it's like live action so
2: yeah like if it were a cartoon you wouldn't even question that
3: exactly yeah
2: um although I will say I was like so like I figured the magnetism thing would probably be central to their combat. And it was, it, it helped him get the dude off the horse, but it was like, wouldn't the flail like, yes, <laughs> be drawn to the armor. Like every time he swings it, I don't understand. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I, I think they I'm uh struggling you know. with
2: the internal logic of the magnetized. Uh, uh, well
3: historical. if you if you break that down, it's like why was the, the their Confederate inside the castle the entire time? How was right. it he not actually used? <laughs> Who useful? then
2: was like tortured and killed <laughs> off screen? Like what yeah, the Yeah, it's hell? like
3: he's
1: dead. All right, on with the story. Yeah. <laughs> I kind okay. of
2: had a... I will say I kind of had a sense at the end of the movie, especially at the very end of the movie, where it was like, I don't know, I feel like they were going along and then all of a sudden they were kind of like Oh shit! We need to end this movie and just like end it, and like that <laughs> we, was the we end. were
1: talking about that just before we started recording how the movie just like very suddenly ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and I feel like the same is true of that guy again getting tortured, tortured and killed off screen. It was just like oh, for, like we don't need him anymore. Let's just like just like throw in some dialogue. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, Well, like the, as he says in the opening song, it starts as a scary tale that ends like a fairy tale, and it's like. I guess maybe if the guy had died at the start, that that, that would fit more. But the fact that he had like uh, the, the I, I don't know, I I, I was uh, I was surprised by how quickly it turned from like massive battle scene to the king peacefully being like, oh well, <laughs> he has he has the the purple pimpernel. So it's <laughs> also I my guess. favorite word
3: that like I have no idea what it means. Still, I don't think I've ever looked it up.
2: <laughs> it's a kind of flower. I <laughs> yeah, think.
3: Yeah, it's just funny. Um, so the I, other, other thing great. I wanted to ask you guys is the Angela Lansbury as like, I don't think I've ever seen her in a role where she's supposed to be not, like, an old lady. Oh, well, we have. I mean. <laughs> oh, you should
2: watch Gaslight. <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, okay.
1: I, I had seen in a previous, or heard in a previous episode of, uh, of Giant Geek versus Meganeb, although that movie was, what, like, 10 years before this one? That was, like, in the 40s at some point?
3: Y-
2: yes, if not sooner. It was her first, I think it's, her, like, her first role. Okay. She plays. Okay. She plays a maid. Um, okay. And it's just a very different character than this. Than this. <laughs> I'll
3: put um, that on my. Put that on. I that was list. like,
2: I will say, and part of this is just the way they wrapped up the movie, um, like way too quickly. Because the whole time I was like, if he ends up with Angela Lansbury instead of Gene, <laughs> like, I'm going to be really pissed. I'm going to be so pissed about this. Blah 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 blah. And he didn't. But they also like they didn't really they didn't really like wrap up that love triangle at all like it seems like she's with the guy her father wanted her to marry like I wanted I wanted (laughs) uh, what I really wanted for her was for the black fox like when he came the actual black fox when he came swooping in to be
1: the knight in armor yeah Yeah, to, to
2: for her to fall for the black fox and like then they would like part amicably. Instead, she's like forced to marry this dude or her father. It's like, wow, she kind of gets like the short end of the stick in this, in this yeah, film. It, it seems
1: like they were really setting up for something more because of the whole uh, discussion early on where like, she's like the independent, you know, the, the anachronistic, you know, uh, yeah. like
0: I'm going to marry for love. If I so decide you will marry Griswold. I will not. I am the King. If it pleases me, you will marry Griswold. If it pleases you so much, you marry Griswold. <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved that. <laughs>
1: um, which was a great line, you know. Um, it seems like they were setting up maybe more than they had time to accomplish. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think that's um, true. But, but speaking of setups, I, I would like to credit this movie with creating an entirely new trope, uh, which I'm calling Chekhov's Dwarves. <laughs> um because if you you introduce a troop of acrobatic dwarves in the first act they must perform feats of acrobatics in the third act i mean i think that's the uh that's a, it should be a new rule for for all these what a,
2: what a ridiculous and incredibly inefficient way of getting all of those guards out of the castle <laughs> um
1: the, the whole thing i we, we were uh watching the, the last catapult scene. Yeah, well, it wasn't just the catapult. No, Uh, uh, they're lying uh, on their backs (laughs) with their feet up in the air and turning into a human conveyor belt (laughs) just to get them to...
2: First they rolled (laughs) them down a line of barrels that came from nowhere. And then they carried them up the steps. On their feet. uh, Yeah, using their feet in the air as they lay on their backs. And then they put them on the catapult and Jean pulled the lever while also doing 700 other things. Can we just talk about how competent she is, by the way? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, she's a total badass. (laughs) <laughs> um, like, yeah, Just a quick oh.
2: rundown of her accomplishments in this movie yeah. First of all, she's a captain in the guards or whatever right. She, like, she manages to, to you know, fool the king and and keep him away from her. And that I loved that, by the way.
0: You remind me so much of my dear and recently departed father. Your father, yes. Well, was he a handsome figure of a man, dashing? Oh, attractive? yes, sir. Till the scourge brought about his untimely end. Oh, come here, my dear. What a horrible day. A little closer. I can see him now writhing on the floor in agony like so many of his brothers and cousins and uncles and aunts. Yes. Would you grant the king a little kiss? Oh, certainly, sir. And don't worry, they say it isn't catching. Oh, you are a little... ...catching? Just because it runs in the family doesn't mean that everyone has it. Kiss me, sire. Has it? As what? Don't I please you, sire? Oh yes, yes, but uh, these are brothers and cousins and uncles and aunts. Let us not talk about their swollen, twisted, pain-ridden bodies. Hold me, take me in your arms. Tell me I'm yours. But this, sir, uh, this writhing on the floor. In agony. Yes. Well, what's? Well, how does one catch this thing? Oh, the touch of a hand, the brush of a lip. But let us not spoil this moment, sire. Hold me, hold me close. Well, what's this monstrous thing called? Breckenridge's scourge. <laughs> Who's Breckenridge?
2: my father she also operates a catapult and a drawbridge gate thingy like she like she's so incredibly competent i love her
3: <laughs> she knocks out a bunch of people too all
2: in oh right yeah she did knock out yeah, a bunch and they yeah. are like
3: corset i think like yeah it's it's ridiculous because she never has like a functional outfit like ever even in her like sporty outfit she has like this corset on and it's just like oh my god
1: (laughs) poor John Carradine there who shows up for literally like 15 seconds before before getting knocked out
2: (laughs) (laughs) can I tell you how uh difficult it is to maneuver in an off-the-shoulder dress like she was wearing in all of the palace scenes like it's really think about it. It's like having having something like tying your arms to down. Like so she does all of that in an off the shoulder dress. Like, okay, she's amazing.
3: She's
2: she is hashtag goals.
3: Other tidbit, she's the she's the mother in Mary Poppins. I don't know if you guys I it's been a yeah, long time since I Okay. I think Mrs. I have Banks. that on the DVD behind me here, but okay. I've I've actually
2: only jets. seen that movie
1: once, but it was fairly oh recently. My gosh. Okay uh i'm gonna have to rewatch it before the sequel comes out but other than that it's not it's not one of it's not one of the like disney movies that i've like revisited as i've gotten older it's yeah i don't love it i I have to say um but uh let's see so other stuff that i that i wrote down or you if you if you have more stuff written down um a lot of this is just like um i think i was surprised given the fact that this was a very silly comedy (laughs) <laughs> there was stuff that if this movie were made today i feel like would not be played as straight as it is in this movie so like the the all, all the stuff with like the um the scheming uh members of the court who are all like plotting to assassinate each other which was like they were like actually kind of in like in character as like like, serious, yeah. Yeah, uh, they, didn't, they didn't know they were in a comedy. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, of course, his uh, extremely convenient uh, vine swinging, where, where he was getting from room <laughs> to room in the castle. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Was so dangerous. Yeah, the shot,
3: uh, yeah, I wonder where they shot that, because it looks like it, like it's real, like on the edge of some cliff. <laughs> they found a castle on yeah. a cliff somewhere, yeah. Uh, the, the vine or they was,
1: just, or was they just used convincing. a shot of a... Yeah. Of- yeah.
2: Like the ocean lapping on a castle, and the rest of this is all <laughs> in yeah. <the> studio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, was, I mean clearly the, the studio for yeah. for uh, the whole forest scene and, and for all the castle stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that was kind of the big thing that I wrote in a lot of a lot of just like random stuff like that. Where words, um, I, I I was surprised in a way, just kind of my, my modern sensibility of just like what was being played
3: for the the clear laugh and what was like.
1: Yeah, There's almost clearly... like, like the Black Fox when they're like, yeah. all
3: right, guys, to the castle. You know, it's like they're not, there was no like comedic element or anything yeah, slapstick like, like an about him. Plot. Yeah, he was a natural an like, hero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then at the end, he has to like sing. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I will say, I was very, very frustrated by like what an idiot Danny Kaye's character is like he
3: uh, he gets hypnotized okay
2: (laughs) no i know but it was i was just like really frustrated by like how long it took him to catch on to what was going on like over (laughs) and over and over again like whenever he's in a situation that requires improvisation again gene is like super competent and figures it out and changes plans like (laughs) like at the drop of a hat or snap of the fingers you might say and he just like. even when he's not hypnotized, he, like, cannot catch on to what's happening. Like, he's, like, out. super There's dumb. There's a reason
3: why he's just holding the baby in the group. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's his role. Yeah, we all have to contribute however we can, whatever the Black box says to him. Yeah. He's like, no, no, this is your role. Come on, Hawkins. <laughs> your just job is the showing the this... baby's ass to people. <laughs>
2: Which, this also feels like a good time to just, like, highlight how ridiculous it is that this entire, like, country's like line of succession depends on
1: <laughs> a
2: birthmark on people's asses like what
1: yep they apparently look like just genetically they all have this very perfectly shaped like <laughs> that is uh, how birthmarks
2: and genetics work so obviously mm-hmm. yeah
1: um but yeah was there anything else that you had that written down that, that was like uh kind of important about this movie kind of to your uh geek them
3: for it no i think i, I mean i think yeah the wordplay i love the wordplay cuz i think as oh, a yeah. kid i was like hu- like laughing hysterically but even mm-hmm. as an adult it's like i chuckle at all of the like with the old man when he's the old man i cannot oh, stop right. but laugh when he's like
0: ask the girl if she's seen a group in the forest uh, whatever for ask the girl if she's seen a group in the forest Why, Kip, what? Ask the girl if she's seen a group in the forest. No need to holler, sir, for I hear very well indeed. Then ask her. Ask her what? If she seen a group in the forest.
1: Well, and of course, the the, the big the the big punchline to that is like, why did it take her so long to say no? <laughs> yeah, she stutters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that that was my favorite line the whole the whole movie. I think. Whether it was the fact that the fact that she was she was stuttering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: she stutters in sign language. Sure. Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. Why not?
2: I will. I, I was very confused by the witches. Like, was her entire motivation just not dying? Like, was that it?
1: Seemed like, like it. <laughs>
2: okay. I think I kind of forgot partway through that that Angela Lansbury had threatened her with that before she started reminding her in every scene. And, <laughs> and so, like, when she poisoned the three guys, I was like, why? Like, what is her? <laughs> I don't understand, like, what her, her like, motivation is. It, like, I don't know what she has to do with this plot about murdering these dudes. But I guess yeah. it was just to keep Danny Kaye from dying.
3: I guess yeah. and I think I think even as a kid I never really understood how those three guys died. It wasn't until like watching later I was like, "Wait, why do they die again? I have no idea. Okay, whatever. Keep going, movie." Yeah, the, the, the movie just keeps on going. It doesn't, it
1: doesn't really yeah. care if it makes all, all the sense in the world or, you know. It's just like we got to get 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 this going. We got to got to wrap this up very quickly here, you know? Very quickly.
2: Also, um I we we already talked about the the hypnotism to become the greatest uh, fencer in the world or whatever but like wow that was like even more efficient way of learning combat from nothing than the matrix method like, <laughs> true. Like, uh, yeah it's
1: faster than i know kung fu yeah yeah
2: clearly the matrix just needs to employ some sort of witch that would be better
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's one of those things where it's like the supernatural element in the story um it is exactly as powerful as it needs to be for any given scene. Like he, he can, she can make him be literally anything just for, you know, for, for, for the laughs for, for for the, for the story, you know, (laughs) I think
2: more, more arguments need to involve emphatic snapping. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you snap at me. (laughs) I'll snap all I want. (laughs) Snap for emphasis.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I did like his, uh, his, his background stuff just, tearing open the curtain dramatically <laughs> whenever, whenever he was <laughs> to the Gian, Giancomo, Giancarlo uh, mode. but yeah the um, the Giacomo I, that's, I was like I knew it wasn't Giancarlo I was yeah. trying to remember
3: oh the other wordplay bit that I always loved was the whole right when the uh, right when he first you know shows up and he has the whole duke and the duchess and the doge oh yeah oh the, my the, god duke yes that
0: the duke what did the duke do uh the duke do yes and what about the doge oh Doge, yeah. well, What did the doge do? The doge do? Yes, the doge do. Well, uh, the doge did what a doge does. Oh, when a doge does his duty to a duke, that is. What? What's that? Oh, it's very simple, sire. When the doge did his duty and the duke didn't, that's when the duchess did the dirt to the duke with the doge. Who did what to what? Oh, they all did, sire. There they were in the dark. The duke with his dagger, the doge with his dart, and the duchess with her dirk. Duchess with her dirk? Yes. The duchess dug at the duke just when the duke dove over the doge. Now, the duke ducked. The doge does, and the duchess didn't. So the Duke got the Duchess, the Duchess got the Doge, and the Doge got the Duke. Well, that's know. the
2: thing, is like he's actually quite a good court jester. Like <laughs> yeah. sing a song? Sure. I'll sing a song about being a court jester off the top of my head, even though I just made up this identity.
1: Yeah, he can improvise. And an elaborate rhyming scheme and elaborate songs to sing for the court. They can't remember that the, the vessel with the pestle and it is the brew that is true and not the chalice of oh, the, the palace. Oh, the vessel with
2: the vessel with the pestle is the has the the pellet, pellet with, with the, poison. the poison oh see i can't remember chalice, but then again the i'm not danny k the, the chalice from the palace is uh, the brew that is true until the the then it has the flag with the dragon and then the flag yeah. with the dragon has <laughs> the pellet with the poison anyway
1: yeah <laughs> Remember I love that, that. after all of that. that
2: they just didn't drink it at all like <laughs> they were just they were just like okay we're done with the wordplay no need for poisoned wine anymore we've
1: they, they, gotten as much of the out as we, as we can yeah <laughs>
2: no need to actually drink the poison wine everyone
1: yeah although then of course that you know that, that whole scene I was thinking of the princess bride I was wondering how if it was going to oh, resolve yeah. the the way it does with Vizini. now a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me.
2: And none of yeah, it was... would have mattered anyway, because it turns uh, yeah. out that Danny Kaye is immune to Iocane powder. so <laughs> <Of
1: course. laughs> Uh, Emily, was there anything else in, in your notes? All the rest of the stuff that I've written down here is all just, like, random, like, nonsense lines, yeah. just, like, wordplay. It's, it's like, nothing worth, worth really resurrecting here. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, most of most of my notes are uh, are just, like, ridiculous reactions to the ridiculous things happening. Like, yeah. for instance, <laughs> those are some truly fab gold leggings.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Aren't they great? In the you're scene, talking about with
1: the, like with the king and his like court, no, where people are wearing the Danny
2: Kaye's outfit when he's getting ready to be knighted. Knighted, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Those yeah. are like really some excellent gold leggings. Also, his outfit for the sword fight at the end. I don't know why when he's like a prisoner on trial, they they did a wardrobe change.
3: <laughs> yeah, is, like yeah. in, in the movie, I don't know why that... they did a
2: wardrobe change to this incredibly low cut. Which...
3: Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> deep. That was like the deepest V ever. Yeah, and I think that's that probably. Was... Oh yeah. That
2: was like some that was like Jennifer Lopez level like, <laughs> deep <laughs> deep cut.
1: Yeah. So I think uh, I think unless you have anything else that uh, you want to bring to bring before the court uh, I think we've uh, run yeah, out of stuff castle. to say about the court jester. Um, but uh, but this was fun. I I yeah, th- this feel was like very fun. this movie uh Despite some possible logistical or logical uh, inconsistencies, oh, yeah. this movie like, knew like, very like, much what it was. Like the
3: first scene, we could have had the arrow go through the king and the movie would have been nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I it's like okay. the lightning <laughs> or other stuff. Like. <laughs> um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys got to experience the. I think this is like Danny Kaye's wheelhouse right here. So. Oh, We're, yeah.
1: Uh, so have you seen other Danny Kaye stuff? Like, are you so, been yeah, a fan so, of his?
3: So The White Christmas is another movie that somehow in my house gets watched, or we watched it too many times and every such christmas an we watch about that it movie. <laughs> oh, okay so this is the same like uh i think norman and uh i can't remember the the same creator yeah like frank and panama the same like group or pair of director mm-hmm. creators worked with danny Kay in this and and in, in white christmas mm-hmm. and i haven't yeah. seen any of the other ones but yeah and then uh isn't he also in something that's on our list emily or am i making that up i feel like there was
2: I don't think so I don't okay. know if he's Let I me think look
3: These are like the two biggest things But yeah. he may be in other stuff I don't think I've actually Even watched him Or there's actually another movie That's surprisingly similar To The Corchester. It's like the I same I it's called Potter. Yeah it's like a Mistaken Identity type of thing So
2: <laughs> He's in a ton of movies And I feel like I've seen Quite a few of them Just like randomly on TCM But I couldn't tell you What they are I feel have like m-
1: maybe it. when I was looking at his IMDb, there was something that you had just mentioned offhand that's not on our list. I feel like maybe. there was something that I saw that was like, oh, yeah, that, we also, that was not White Christmas. Um, was we don't else.
2: have White Christmas on our list, but we do have uh, Holiday Inn, which is...
1: Right. That's um, the Bing Crosby one, right? Right.
2: Well, the... so is White Christmas. Oh, so okay. like White White Christmas is, is a better known movie, and that's the one with Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. But then um, there's a prior movie called Holiday Inn that's Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Uh, uh, and so that's the one that's on our list and that's the one that the song was actually first in um so that might be what you're
1: thinking of also that's maybe maybe yeah yeah so um in any case uh yuichi thanks for for coming back on the on the podcast this was uh, this was a lot of fun yeah thanks for having me so uh if people want to find you online is there anywhere you'd like to point them to where they can find you on the internet i am not i don't exist too much on the internet <laughs> so <laughs> no worries well, I mean, I, I've uh, YouTube is telling me that he's a new crazy cat dad oh, that yeah. he's recently oh adopted a cat. Oh, so yeah. you're gonna have to make an Instagram account so That's I can true. see pictures. Yeah, of this you need cat. to
2: make an Instagram for your cat. I I like a oh. lot of a lot of I know a lot of pets that have their own Instagrams. So
1: yeah, there's, there's some famous like pets of Instagram. Like I feel like there are pets that are way more famous than like even like major celebrities. The, 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 <laughs> most the...
2: <laughs> most Instagram accounts that I follow are dogs.
1: <laughs> like
2: I follow you and I follow like I follow my, like most my friends but like i definitely follow at least as many dogs as i do people
1: <laughs> I, fo- I follow your dog on instagram so yeah yeah my, my
2: dog does indeed have his own as ins- well and i that should it should be noted it's my family's dog and it's my mom's instagram for the dog it's not mine ah. just to clarify i don't well, live so- with the i don't live with the dogs, so. <laughs>
1: so Emily, where can we find you and your mom's dog on instagram <laughs> or on the internet
2: I am on Twitter and Instagram at EJ Reports. Uh my dog is Oscar Jonesy, um, which is spelled with a K and a Y at the end.
1: Uh I'm on Twitter and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, on at Hey Hey This is Giant Geek versus Mega Noob, and we're not Luling, we're Willow wailing.
2: I was <laughs> I was gonna say that we're uh this is Giant Geek versus Mega Noob, suddenly wrapping up the podcast with a song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: works too
0: life could
2: not ever be. the real king is on the throne gene is my very own
0: and life couldn't possibly not even probably life couldn't possibly This has been giant geek versus mega noob
2: for more visit
0: gvnpodcast.com.